there, folks, and welcome to episode 130 of Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. Of course, my name is Caleb Baldwin. Follow me on Twitter at IamCalebB. That's I am Caleb and then another B. Follow my friend, co-host, and producer, Eddie Cornelison at E-D-D-Y-C-8-5. Follow the show at EC underscore Hero. Check out our Instagram, EC HeroCast, and our Gmail, EC HeroCast at gmail.com. The recording date is Thursday, September 29, 2022. This is, again, episode 130, and we are here to review Big Hero 6. Eddie, how are you doing today, sir? Today, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. That's, I'm, I'm trying to think of a segue, but nothing comes to mind. I'm also doing pretty good. I'm also okay. doing pretty good. Things are getting pretty interesting in the uh, playoff race, which is yet to start, but we're just like, we're right there. We're right there. We are. It's all wrapped up yeah. for me. Just waiting to see Judge break the record. Yep. I mean, you would think he's got to hit one home run in six games. You'd think he's going to break the record. Yep, to be the home run king. Undisputed. Mm. Of the American League, yes. No, of both. No. Barry yes. Bonds at 73, bud. Barry Bonds cheated. I'm going to need you to go ahead and acknowledge him. No. Either way, whatever. Um, how's your real quick? How's your fantasy team doing? Uh, nobody cares. Oh, so you're zero and three like myself, aren't you? No, I'm two and one. If you must know. Oh, good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Been a, been a rough year for the Oklahoma dipshits so far, but just hoping we can turn it around. Um. Uh-huh. This was released on November 7, 2014. What were you doing around November 2014? Oh, buddy. Oh, did I say the name of the movie we're reviewing? Yep. Okay, good. November of 2014. Do you remember the episode? Let me see which one that was. Um... It looks like that would have been uh, Chronicle. So way back on that episode, I'd mentioned there were two rock bottoms in my life. Well, here's the second one. Oh, no. I know. So although different reasons. Last one was, uh, well, go back and listen. You can hear what last one was. This one was, So, okay, you remember that Seinfeld intro and the episode where George has to move back home with his parents and Jerry's like, uh, he tells the joke and, uh, and if things are going really well, I just might move back in with my parents. <laughs> yeah. So that happened. Um, as I mentioned last episode, I was, the house I was living in was being sold. I wasn't great with my finances at the time, so I didn't couldn't get a roommate, so I had no choice to move back home. Really didn't want to, but uh, I didn't have any options at the time. And as if that weren't bad enough, um, the how or the um, the job at uh, Goliath Bank, uh, it was going okay, not great, not bad, just okay, but. They um they brought us all into or, or the ten of us the ten new hires they brought us all into a room and was like hey so starting in January you guys are all gonna go to the inbound call center and uh, I immediately started looking for a new job didn't find one <laughs> but I tried and yeah. uh, boy it was. That was the worst. That time spent in the call center, uh, it was uh, a lot of micromanaging, a lot of it, um, a lot of people yelling at you. And if you've ever worked in a call center, they always tell you, well, you know, if someone yells at you, just shake it off because the next caller, they don't know that someone yelled at you and you got to be nice to that. That sounds great. It doesn't work in reality. It doesn't. Yeah. That's just not how people are built and... Uh, I remember in our, our group chat, Josh and I talking, the uh, the one thing you couldn't stand when you worked in a call center was people calling you incompetent. 
I could take any other insult. Incompetent, that was the one that always... Ooh, and that uh, that happened. It was oh, it, it, it's funny. It's because it was um, it was after I had solved this guy's problem, and he had called several times, and I finally solved it. And he's like, "Well, let me speak with your supervisor." And I'm thinking, "Oh, he wants to commend me for doing a great job." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, what can I tell him? It's regarding." He's like, "I want to tell him you're incompetent." I'm like, "Okay, oh. okay, sir. Thank you. I hope you fall down a flight of stairs. Thanks." So just stuff yeah. like that. And then, like I said, the micromanaging. Uh, some people don't believe me when I say this, but it's true. Uh, it, my shift would start at 10. The parking was atrocious, so I had to park. It was an eight-minute walk to work from the parking lot. That is a fact. But what people don't believe is if I were to even clock in at 10.01, let's just say, most jobs, if you had a brain, would be like, whatever, who cares, it's a minute. No, you have to use one minute of sick time or else you get written up for being late. Oh, my God. And and you can't even say, oh, sorry, because it was on a busy street. You couldn't even say something like I got hit by every traffic light on the way in or something like that that would, you know, most people wouldn't care about. You had to just be like, yep, I need to use a minute of sick time. And if you said it was because you were running late, then you we know you weren't sick. And they would send out emails all the time like, oh, don't don't use sick time if you're just running late. But they couldn't challenge you if you were. I don't know. It was so stupid. It was it, – it felt like you were being in, like, first grade. Yeah. And, well, uh, I mean, okay, look. Just awful. The, the unnamed company for which I work, um, they will allow not uh, – yeah, no, no. Yeah, nine-minute grace period. So, like, if your shift were to start at 10 – you know, you wouldn't be technically considered late, quote unquote, until ten ten. Now, see, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this it was like that. It was like ten oh seven. They had like a seven minute grace period. Then they erased it. Yeah. And uh, it's like, well, now it's uh, if you're a minute late, you're you're late unless you use a minute of sick <laughs> hey, time. What if I'm thirty seconds late? Do I have to use half a minute of uh, sick time? No, as long as you clocked in on the same minute, then you're okay. So if you're 59 seconds late, you're okay. But if you're 60 (laughs) seconds late, you're not. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And then there was adherence. People don't work in call centers don't know about that. It's like uh, in order to get the the best numbers, you had to like take shorter breaks because if you call, if I had to break at one o'clock and my call ran long and I didn't get off the call till 105, I would have to take a 10-minute break so that I'm not out of adherence for 10 minutes and I'm only out of adherence for 5 minutes. I never did that. But, like, the people that had the best numbers would. It's like, you guys are insane. Like, yeah, I want off the phone as much as possible. It's, uh... Yeah. It was bad. I hated it. Yeah. Hated it. <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. I know. It makes um, you sick. Yeah, it does. It does have a cough because of this. Um... <laughs> Well, not a, okay. I didn't have a lot going on personally at the time, but I was at this time because this was like roughly like a month after Grand Theft Auto V came out on the second of three Sony consoles that it's come out on, the PlayStation Four. <laughs> and oh my God, you remember uh, the greatness that was GTA V on the PlayStation Four, or I guess maybe in your case the Xbox One. No, I have the PlayStation Four, and yes, I played Grand Theft Auto V on it. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, I beat it. It was fun. Six Great is finally coming out yeah. after, you know, the first years. one came out on PS3. Yes, in 2013. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Oh, my gosh. Let's see here. Oh, Champions in Wrestling, WWE side. WWE World Heavyweight Champion Brock Lesnar, NXT Champion Adrian Neville, still. ROH World Champion Jay Briscoe and TNA World Heavyweight Champion Bobby Roode. Hmm. Yeah. This was his face run that was very short lived. And uh, they were actually, at this point, they were off spike and they were between networks at the time. What did, were they on? Uh, They were about to switch over to. 
Oh my God! What Great American Network or something? Oh, it it was Destination America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I remember when yeah, TNA like, kept pulling out networks out of their ass. Dude, remember when Destination America was like, "Hey, why are you guys doing two months of TV in the UK for Destination America? What's your problem?" I do. Or when they're like, "Hey." We need to we need to market more towards Americans. Maybe you should put the belt on Kurt Angle. That's never a bad idea, but well, no, no, no. Here's the thing. This was like could barely stand, has no ACL in his right knee, walks like the letter S. Kurt Angle. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, this is why I don't get why Ring of Honor can't get a TV deal. Like TNA was digging up channels I'd never even heard of, and it's like Ring of Honor can't get something. Well, Ring of Honor didn't just buy their own network. No, they did not. Like that's what or that's what Anthem did. Like Anthem straight up bought Axis so they could put Impact on there. And what an investment. Yeah, that's <laughs> something. Uh number 1 song by Digital Download at the time. Of course, this was November 7, 2014, Out of the Woods by Taylor Swift. This must be a B-side because I've never heard this song before in my life. No. Not not me either. Yeah. All right. This movie was directed by Don Hall and Chris Williams. Never heard of either of them. I'll be honest with you. Well, what's your history with the movie? Saw it in theater with a group of like six friends, man. It was a good time. I saw it in theater as well and uh, yeah. haven't seen it since. It's man, th- that's just something that we need to talk about real quick. When you can get a group of like four or more people to go see a movie together, there's just something about it, you know. It's like going with one buddy, okay, that's cool. Two buddies, eh, that's that's all right, but like three or more, like that's just awesome. Last time that happened was Mortal Kombat, and uh, oh yeah, it was fine. I had one friend that just absolutely hated it, said it was worse than Annihilation, which I think is utterly well, ridiculous. First off, Annihilation is, like, unwatchable, but... Uh... <laughs> it was bad, but it was not as bad as Annihilation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. I, I give it, like, a 5 out of 10. Like, there was so many missed opportunities, um, you know. Also, Cole Young sucks. Yeah, Cole Young sucked. Why was Nathan Jones in the movie? Just things like that. Um, they focus way too much on giving their powers. It's like nobody cares about this. Just kill each other. Who was the, who was the really cool bad guy who I can't think of right now? Um, Kano? he said, "Oh, he said he's about to get his soul sucked," and I laughed. Is it Kano? He had some good lines. Uh, was Kano the big Aussie fella? Yeah. No. No. Oh, then I don't know. Maybe this would. Oh my god, that's gonna bug me. Yeah, I don't know. Mortal Kombat, I think, just might work better as a uh, TV show. I think um, if if uh, HBO wanted to do that, um, you know, have first season be some character origins, then branch out from there, make it a universe. I think that would work better. I, a movie, it's it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Almost, I almost forgot. I think we should react to the big news this week. Um, might you be talking about the fact that Britt Baker's name rhymes with shit? Nope. I uh, might be talking about Deadpool and Wolverine as a movie. Yeah, Deadpool Trey. Mm-hmm. Coming out in just under 731 days. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm guessing they couldn't announce yeah. it at D3 just for something wasn't finalized. But, uh, Maybe. yeah, I remember we talked about D3. We were both kind of disappointed with it. There wasn't anything super revealing, just some trailers and details on stuff I we think, already knew. Dude, so. look, 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 elephant in the room, the MCU has not been the same since Endgame. That's true. I mean, yeah, there's been some hits where they're at right now. They have not, in my opinion, they have not quite yet found their footing since Endgame. Like in the best, they like the the most um, love they've gotten from fan the fans has been No Way Home. 
Which was excellent, to be fair. I mean, <laughs> it was very good. It was very good, but a lot of what No Way Home relied on was tickling the old nostalgia boner, which you know goes goes some way. But like, what substance is really there at the end of the day? You know. Well, I think uh, people got excited because they're like, "Oh wow, think of the possibilities with this multiverse." And then mm-hmm. they watched uh, Doctor Strange expecting more of that. And there was some stuff, but then it's like, okay. And then we watched Thor, and that, there was really nothing there as far as multiverse stuff. And the shows have been, I don't know, nothing. To me, nothing's I, even come close to Loki. She-Hulk's look, fine, I, I, but... I, I am uh, not gonna. I'm not going to speak on the quality of anything on... Disney Plus since Moon Knight because I've not yet seen Miss Marvel or She-Hulk, but I just I know what I've read. Yeah, She-Hulk's fine. It's nothing's been like oh you got to see this you know, like Loki. I would tell people go out of their way to see. Mm-hmm. Nothing since Loki. Yeah, and uh, I mean we'll see about Wakanda forever. But like there's not. I mean we talked about it before. There's. We know where they're heading with the Secret Wars, but, like, nobody, I don't know. It's like most casual people don't know what that is, um, and we still have yet to see who the, I mean, we, we kind of know it's, you know, Kang and probably Doctor Doom, but we have yet to see Kang other than the dude that got killed in Loki, and Doctor Doom might yeah. be in the end credits of, of uh... Of Wakanda forever, but yeah, I mean, the only thing that I've gotten really excited about, because at the end of the day, my big three is Spider-Man, X-Men, and Batman, and we've gotten plenty of Batman lately, we've gotten plenty of Spider-Man lately, I haven't gotten a lot of X-Men lately, and the stuff we have gotten recently is not so good, but uh, so this was, uh, this was uh, very exciting news, needless to say, so... Uh, they got the teaser that Miss Marvel's a mutant. Namor from Wakanda is supposed to be a mutant. So I, I don't know how they're going to bring all this in. It's, it seems very clunky, but uh, we'll see. I'm not going to judge, but uh, yeah, uh, at least uh, at least we got something as far as X Men Let, goes. Let, let's just okay. Let's talk about a movie that that, that was just fun. Okay, that's just that's what this was. This was fun. Am I wrong? What was? Big Hero Six, the movie which we're here to review. Oh, that movie. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Probably. I mean, okay. Let me ask. And um, no, never mind. I'll ask at the end of the uh, review because uh, okay. I don't want to spoil what you might score this later. Uh. So we've already gone over our history with the movie. Um, oh, facts and figures, yes. Ah. So budget one sixty five million, box office six hundred fifty seven point nine million. Pretty good, and that puts it. This is not the right spreadsheet. This is that puts it at number fourteen. Profit of four hundred ninety-two point nine million. It is uh, oh six one six point seven with inflation, and it puts it right below the Amazing Spider-Man two, but right above Hancock. Hmm. It still amazes me that Hancock made so much money. I don't know why you always say that. Will Smith's popular. Well, look, I get it. Will Smith is popular, but this wasn't like. Men in Black are like just off of Fresh Prince Will Smith. This was 2008 Will Smith. Well, that's true, but he's still popular. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Um, gonna be disappointed. And real quick, for, with the the... Viewers at home, for the viewers at home, could you repeat what the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score was? I haven't even said it yet. Well, then, yeah, you don't need to repeat it. Critics, 90%. Fans, 91%. Oh, so. my God! Sorry. Why does this always happen? I know. It's two weeks in a row. 1% off. It's ridiculous. What critics are walking out of that movie being like, that sucked? Yeah, this was mid. 
fans Apparently or whatever, not. they're they're fickle, but like critics are paid for this, like Yeah. Okay. Nine percent of critics, man. Ten. Even worse. Oh. Pardon me, ten percent of critics. Well, there was that one Nine guy. Out of the- who was that one guy that all, that got uh, kicked off of Rotten Tomatoes oh, because yeah. he was like literally a contrarian? Yeah, he like gave what uh, he gave Get Out like a zero percent, and they're just like, uh, yeah, we're we're done. He was it was it was literally the only negative review for Get Out. Yeah, <laughs> and like he would give terrible movies like good scores, and it's like, but he was paid, so it's like, what? what? What is this? Why? Who's paying this guy for this? Why? Yeah. He had a Makes face, you want... he had a Facebook group dedicated to people hating him. That's when you know you're over, brother. I think our I think our mutual friend Will started it actually. Who's what? Now, I, I believe he did. William. Mhm. Like my good friend William Kelly. No, William of Grapsity. Oh, Will Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not like a close friend, but an acquaintance. No. An online no, acquaintance. Mutual. He is a mutual acquaintance. We have both appeared on a podcast he used to host, which is actually why we're friends and why this podcast exists. But mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think he did start that, but uh, that's how I found out he existed, and I looked at all of his stuff. I'm like, how is this guy – is he trolling – I don't know. Like it, 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 it didn't come off as trolling. I just think he has super weird taste in movies. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you're you're not you're you're allowed to hate Get Out, but like I think when you're a critic and <sighs> like you're going against the grain every single time, I think that I don't know something something's not quite right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your opinion's not to be trusted. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. You uh, you ready to talk, to shout out this cast real quick? Yeah, we can uh, can shout it out, I guess. Um, since we don't really okay. cover uh, voices. Look, star 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 of the voice cast, bar none. And I know, I think he might be canceled. Might be a pest of some sort. I can't remember the details. T.J. Miller. I don't think he's canceled. I think uh, the people on um, uh, Silicon Valley just hated him. Okay. <laughs> TJ Miller is Fred. Yeah, he was great. Fred, I, I, I really thought Silicon Valley was going to go downhill when he left, and it was still pretty good. Mm. But damn, his character was really funny. Hey, I wear him front. I wear him back. I wear him inside out, and then I wear him front and back. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, Scott Adsit, that's another name I recognize. He was a uh, one of the quote-unquote writers in the writer's room on the show 30 Rock, if you remember 30 Rock. I remember it. Never seen it. Okay, fair enough. Never, no. never. The, 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 that name doesn't mean anything then. I don't support uh, murderers. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Tina Fey killing uh, someone else's career. Um, Damon Wayans Jr. as Wasabi. Oh, I'm familiar uh, with him. In the, I'll keep going. I was going to... I was going to say, I'm familiar with him from... Uh, he was coach in the show New Girl. Had a small part in that show. What about also, uh, of course, from last uh, week? I'm familiar with Jamie him. Chung as Gogo, who was in our movie last week. Since wow, wow, yeah. how about that? Back I mean, to back. And she was playing a blonde girl. It was weird. Yeah, she was uh, the new Miho. Yeah, but like I said, she was playing a blonde in this one. Mm-hmm. It's odd. Or no, maybe, no, never mind. It was Genesis Rodriguez is the one I was thinking of. As Honey Lemon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember their hair color. Yeah. Fair enough. Alan Tudyk, I love this guy. He was the manager of the... Was it the Cardinals in 42? Um, perhaps? He was not the Dodgers man... He was not the Dodgers manager. He was the guy who was, like, shouting in bombs at Jackie when he was batting. <laughs> um... 
I, I've only seen that movie once, so I don't remember. Okay. Well, he was also in uh, one of my favorite comedy movies of the uh, last century. Um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Love that movie as well. Have you seen that? No. Check it out. Add it to your list. Maya Rudolph is Cass. Mm-hmm. Thicker than a bowl of oatmeal, know what I'm saying? Uh, I guess. <laughs> cartoon well, it, is a pixar, it is a pixar movie sir that's true they love their uh dump trucks a lot of, a lot, a lot of billy gun fans in that writer's room for sure in the uh anim- animation station <laughs> oh my gosh uh let's see here james cromwell as robert callahan Daniel Henney as Tadashi Hamada. He was in it for like 10 minutes. Ryan Potter as Hiro Hamada, the young, the young lad. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy Bush as a newscaster. Don't, is this the same Billy Bush? I, it is. Yeah. The nephew of George H.W. Bush. Who did he get? God, what was it? Oh, there was something that went viral. He was talking to someone. Was it Trump? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. God, what? Oh, my God. Who was talking to Billy Bush? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bush's tenure on the Today Show was short-lived as in October 2016. During the election, he became subject of controversy when the 2005 Access Hollywood recording surfaced of him and pres- presidential candidate Donald Trump having a lewd conversation. What lewd conversation was it? What 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 was, that was the, uh Grab him by the. Oh, grab him by the. Yeah, grab him by the p. Yeah. I think that I think that yeah. was it. Yeah, that was it for sure. I knew there was some reason that name was familiar to me. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and of course, Stan Lee. Yeah. Always. So we've, I meant to mention this during the critic stuff, but uh, we got some awards. We haven't had a movie with awards in a while, but this one did. did. This, one, this one, Best Animated Feature? Yes, it did. Yep. That's, yes, it that's did. not surprising. It was... Uh, yeah, and bet the Best Animated Movie from the Kids' Choice Awards, or whatever that's worth. Oh, wow. A it, Disney it, movie won a Nickelodeon it, Award. Yeah, did not win the Golden Globe for Best Animated Feature. Did it win the MVP at the Slime Bowl? Well, I don't know. There well, wasn't since, one. Since the Slime Bowl did not exist, I would assume that no. Yeah, How to Train Your Dragon won the Golden Globe that year. That's robbery. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big... Who... I don't think we know the MVP game, the Nickelodeon game this year yet. No, they'll announce it right before the playoffs, I'm sure. It's okay. I mean, it doesn't matter because, uh, pardon my take, just monopolizes that and picks the winner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did, who won it last year? Because that was... I think they the, I, I think they gave did, it to... Uh, it was either Kittle or Dak. Okay. They picked okay. whoever's the most... They picked whoever the funniest recipient would be. Not yeah. who deserves it the most. No, I know, because I know Mitch won it. Yeah, and he had a terrible Bears game. Got, the Bears got <laughs> throttled. Yeah. I think I think they might have given it to Kittle because he's a friend of the show, but I think they may have given it to Dak because they hate Dak because he was a terrible guest. Oh. Uh, I don't remember. It was one of the two. I'm trying to... Oh, my God. But I I do love that they do that. They had one today. Um, they tweeted out a fake quote from Brett Favre, and like so many blue checks quote tweeted it. Like I can't believe this guy. Like, <laughs> and it's funny. Like it was he literally put in the in the tweet. He's like, this is an unreal quote from Brett Favre from the Athletic, <laughs> and uh, so many people <laughs> fell for it. Of course and they then, did. Yeah, he was the first response was I can't. But wait to see how many blue checks delete this. And yeah, tons of them. Gullible. Yeah. I mean, Brett Favre does suck, but like the quote was fake. 
but that's what was funny is so many people wanted it to be true. Yeah, of course they did. I was buying time Where, for you to look up the yeah. MVP. Have you figured it out yet? I'm looking it up, but... But? I'm not having any success. Oh my goodness. How are you not having any success? I'm just not. Nickelodeon MVP winners. Bro, that's what I'm trying to look up. Well, it's the MVP, not the MVP, because they gave a weekly yeah, no. award, too. Yeah, that's lame. No one wants a weekly award. They want the Slime Bowl award. Well, um... Oh, what the hell? Get a load of this. Super wild card. Buffalo Bills offense. Lame. Are they, you, they weren't even on the Slime Bowl. So that's a different award. What the hell? Who won it for the Super Bowl? Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. What the hell? I'm going to... Look, before the end of this episode, I'm going to find that out, and I'm going to let you know. Okay. Well, I can't wait. Um, you, yeah, you, yeah. the people are... That's why they're here. They it was either Kittle or Dak, out. I'm telling you, because I'm looking at the... The one thing has nominations, but for some reason it didn't put I it believe one. Well, I don't know. All right. Did we miss anything, or can we go into the plot? I guess we can go into the plot, unless uh, there's any more... I don't know. Cat. Oh, uh, Dak Prescott. Okay, yeah, because he's... <laughs> They didn't like. They don't like Dak, so they gave him the award. Also, they uh, lost that game in the most hilarious fashion. That's right. Well, that's why they gave it to him because it's funnier. Mhm. Absolutely. I think the first year they left it open, like Nickelodeon was like, just write in whoever, and they picked Mitch because mm-hmm. it'd be funny. I think the following year they thought they would get one over on him, and they're like. Here's who you can can pick, but we you can still pick the funniest one, mm-hmm. which was Dak. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, the plot. So we open in the city of San Francisco. I guess uh, Tokyo. Uh, what is that? I guess. What is that supposed to be a hybrid of? I'm not sure. I guess San Francisco merged with Tokyo. I thought it was San Francisco merged with, uh, um, you got it. Um, take your time. Hiroshima. Nope. Oh, we open at a battle bots competition and hero Hamada, who is our main character. He shows up with this weak looking bot, but he ends up winning easily because his guy is made of magnets or something and just unscrew the other oh. one. Yeah, he hustled him. Because mm-hmm. he, he took one L. He took one L, and he's like, well, I still have this. And he pulled out some more money, and then boom. Well, he wins and gets a bunch of money. He leaves before he is jumped by the sore loser. And his brother, Tadashi, picks him up, and they get arrested for gambling on bot fighting, which apparently is illegal. And uh, Cass, the ant and guardian of them i guess uh yeah he bails uh, she bails them out and tadashi thinks he's wasting his potential uh doing robot fights he takes him to the lab where he goes to school and we meet the lab team they're a bunch of characters we'll get to them in a minute they are and all the stuff that they've been working on and those will all come into play later with their powers uh, then Tadashi shows uh, Hiro what he's been working on. It's a portable, inflatable, personal healthcare robot called Baymax, which is basically the final evolution of Theranos. Remember Theranos? Yeah. No. Oh. It's a show on uh, Hulu about it. Mm. It was a big scam, but, uh, yeah. It's like they can... Give a drop of blood, and it can tell you if you'll get cancer or something. Oh, yeah, that, se- that seems way too good to be true. Well, it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Hero is impressed with the lab, and he decides he wants to attend the school there. 
He wants to attend that nerd school? He does want to attend the nerd school. Mm. And he builds something to enter the showcase to try and get into the school. He creates... Uh, he, Hero's a, a prodigy of sorts um, when it comes to robotics. I'm not sure what a school could he really teach him at this point. But uh, he creates these things called microbots, which are like... Um, I actually have one of these on my desk right now. It's like those little tiny ball bearing things, and then you clump them together and you can make shapes out of them. I don't know. Do you have yeah. one of those? I have one. No, but I know the okay. concept, and I saw the movie. Yeah, well, well I know you saw the movie. I mean, it's the audience, so. But yes, uh, mm. the balls you clump together. Anyway, it's kind of like that, except uh, there's a lot more of them, and you they are controlled with his mind, and you can make whatever shape you want. And after a demonstration, uh, Hero's accepted to the school, but there's this businessman named Alistair Cray who wants to buy them, but he declines because the teacher, Professor uh, uh, Callahan. Callahan, yes, uh, he's like, no, Cray's a, a jerk. You know, he cuts corners. Don't don't listen to him. He wants to use your tech to, I don't know, better the stuff. Yeah, better the world or something. And, uh, yeah, and uh, so he's like, okay. So afterwards, Tadashi tells Hiro, he's like, oh, I'm so proud of you, but no, oh, no, there's a fire at the school. And Tadashi and his teacher are killed in the fire. Tadashi runs in mm-hmm. after him, which he shouldn't have. That's for the fire department. Well, but he had said, you know, because, you know, it's game six, you know, a real uh, le- legends want the ball, you know what I'm saying? I guess. And uh, he took the ball, and he died in the fire out of a noble cause, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Well, some time has passed. R.I.P. to a real... Hey, don't interrupt oh. my catchphrase, bro. I didn't know you were going to do your R. catchphrase. R.I.P. to a real... You're doing it again! R.I.P. to a real one. Well, some time has passed, and Hero is not taking his brother's passing very well. And Baymax no. activates... Thinks Hero's going through puberty. Um, he is. He is. He's 13 years old. Yeah. Well, he calls, uh, his contacts his friends to meet him up, by the way, but we'll get to them in a minute. Yeah. They find uh, one microbot, and he's trying to get to the others. Like, they're drawn to each other. And he's like, well, will finding this make you happy? And he's like, yeah, fine. So Baymax is like, okay. And he just picks it up, and he just, like, Shuffles away, and uh, they they eventually fly into the factory where there's a ton of microbots being made. And there's this chase scene. This is a really good chase scene. I love when he's like pushing him. He's like, I am not fast. <laughs> yeah. Is he being chased by uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man in this scene? Mm-hmm. He's, uh, nice. Well, right now it's just the microbots. We don't see anybody, but... Uh, a lot of funny stuff Fair happens enough. during this, and then we see who's controlling them. It is, in fact, Sergeant Kabuki Man. Uh, mm-hmm. and, NYPD. Well, S. Um, SF. Uh, SF. Uh, no. SFSPD. Yes, SFPD. Yeah. So, back at the house, Heroes deduces that the fire was started by Cray, who stole the microbots. But before going after him, Hero gives Baymax some upgrades, so he downloads martial arts and gives him some armor. Then they go back to the factory, but it is empty. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So they go to the docks where they see Kabuki Man with the microbots. He's pulled something out of the water. <clears throat> but his friends show up because that's, like I said, Baymax contacted him. He's like, your friends will cheer you up. That will help you because you're sad. And... There's a chase throughout the city, which ends uh, with the car crashing into the ocean, and Baymax inflates to save them. Fred, who is uh, T.J. Miller, takes him to his mansion, Mm -hmm. because his parents are rich, and we get a Stan Lee cameo. And his dad? (laughs) Yes, yes, here's your Stan Lee cameo, his dad. Yeah, his dad is, there's a family portrait, Stan Lee's the dad. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. And Fred thinks Kabuki Man is Cray. Cree, Cray, I don't know. Cray, Cray, I don't know. It it is Cray. Yeah. Yeah, well, pardon me. It's pronounced Cray, and this is a reasonable assumption, at least at the time. 
Yeah, I kind of I I forgot who it was until like a few minutes before the reveal. Yeah. Uh, Hero then gives the friends all the super suits. So we have Fred. He's in a fire. He's a fire breathing monster, which he wanted to be earlier. Uh, yeah. Go Go has wheels for feet because she was working on some special bicycle that goes fast. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Wasabi has these laser hands, and Honey Lemon makes these big giant colored balls trap people or something when they explode. And whatever. Uh, Baymax gets new armor and wings and a rocket fist. So Baymax, he also gets an upgrade with his scanning because he's like, hey, I scanned Kabuki Man when he attacked us because I wanted to check his vitals because I do that for everybody. So he yeah. finds his DNA or something and he's able to. Uh, it turns out it, it uh, turns out that uh, Kabuki Man is 100 percent that bitch. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. He scans and they find where his DNA is. It's on an island. Yeah. And they go to the island, they sneak into the facility, and we see that uh, Cray has created a transport device. And they send a person through, they're watching a video, by the way. They send a person through, or they send a hat through first, which is fine. And they send a person through, some woman, but when they send her through, she doesn't come out the other side. And... They determine, it's like, yep, Kray's definitely the guy in the mask. He's using the microbots to pull, that's what he pulled off the ocean. He wants to rebuild his machine. And Kabuki Man shows up. He attacks all of the friends. Hero and Baymax eventually tackle him. His mask comes off, and it is, in fact, Kray. No, Professor Callahan, of course. Yeah. So Callahan's, and he's like, I didn't die. He gave you the whole, didn't you die? No. No. <laughs> the microbot saved him though. That's we yeah. get that. Yeah. And he's like, you know, my brother went and uh you know, tried to rescue you. He's like, Well, that's his problem. Yeah, it was really heartless and not a good way to um talk to someone who was fighting you out of self preservation for a while, but now probably just wants you dead. Well, Hero orders Baymax to destroy Callahan. Can't say kill. It's a kid's movie. Yeah. But he can't do it. He's like, I am a healthcare sir. I can't hurt people. That is not part of my uh, programming. He put in, like, the uh, martial arts programming into him so that he would at least yeah. learn that. But he kept the healthcare yeah. component in. He then opens up his chest and pulls out the healthcare uh, program, which has Tadashi's name on it. He just throws it across yep. the room. And Baymax goes crazy, and he just starts destroying everything. Uh, he almost kills mm-hmm. Callahan, but sorry, destroys Callahan. But uh, Callahan escapes with the microbots. And... He he almost eviscerates Callahan. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> they put the uh, well, the uh, the other the friends put the healthcare thing back in him. And Baymax shows Hero a video of Tadashi. Makes him feel a little less vengeful when he can see his uh, unaired, not unaired, uh, unseen footage of his brother creating Baymax. So the friends show up and they show Hero a video they got from the island. The pilot that vanished in the teleportation experiment was Callahan's daughter, and that's why he wants revenge. So the next day at an event hosted by Cray, uh, Callahan shows up. He puts the teleporter machine over Cray's company, the the big giant building. He tells him, you know, you yeah. take everything from me. Now I'm going to take everything from you. And he starts to suck up the company literally but, through the teleporter. Before, before that, first off, I want to uh, speak to why Cray is not 100% likable. Um, before Callahan shows up, Cray's like, you know, we had some setbacks, but, you know, we're finally, you know, able to get things going again. It's like someone just disappeared (laughs) and you simplified that into the term setback. Well, that's when Callahan shows up. He's like, was my daughter a setback? Yeah. But yes, uh, the team fights off Callahan's microbots and the trick is just start destroying the microbots, which they do. And 
and there's not any left for him to just throw at them because uh, he had yeah. like a millions of them, and they were just able to come up and form giant hammers and sickles and whatever else, and <clears throat> you know, so then he kind of ran out. Uh, but the teleporter is still on, and Baymax senses. Or wait, I just skipped a whole bunch of stuff. Um, you did. Yeah, there's none left for. There's none of the. Um, like I said, the uh, the microbots left to fight. So Callahan is kind of defeated. They take the mask. They were like obsessed with his mask. Like get his mask, hurry! Like who cares? We know they're who. like a. They're like a bunch of Kane fans or something. Yeah, like Scooby-Doo, like, grab his mask. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they basically are able to subdue Callahan, but they don't hurt him because that's, uh, that was Baymax's thing. He's like, you know, we don't we don't hurt people. We'll destroy your microbots, but we're not going to hurt you. So now the teleporter is still on, and Baymax senses there's a sign of life inside the machine. And Callahan's like, oh, it's Abigail. It's his daughter. And yeah. So Baymax, they uh, Baymax and Hero, they fly in to the quantum realm. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> and they find Abigail. She's like in her stasis pod, asleep. They take her out. And on the way out, Baymax gets struck by some debris. The wings on his uh, uh, suit are destroyed. And Right here when I was watching this, I because I, I kind of forgot what happened, and I'm watching this, I'm just like, oh, F you, movie. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and Baymax is like, this is the only way, because he's pushed his rocket fist up against the pod. He's like, it's the only way, hero, trust me. Just say you're satisfied with my service, and I will go. And uh, he's like, he, he tearfully is like, I'm... I am satisfied with my health care, or whatever, whatever he said. Yeah. And uh, he launches the rocket fist, propels them to the exit, as we see Baymax just drift away, left behind. And uh, the police show up, they arrest Professor, but he does see his daughter being taken to the hospital, so I guess through all his chaos, if it wasn't for all of his <laughs> chaos, then she wouldn't be back, so... Screw Callahan, I don't care. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> it's funny, like, the daughter would probably be disgusted with the way he behaved, but... Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Hero looks at the rocket arm that Baymax left behind, this is later on, but he sees that the Tadashi chip was inside the hand, the fist. So, Hero rebuilds Baymax, can't have a sad ending. And Hero says that we didn't set out to be superheroes, but that's what happened. My brother set out to help a lot of people, and that's what we're going to do. Who are we? Then the big Hero 6 logo pops up on the screen. And we are still awaiting a sequel. All I could find is there's been talks, but nothing nothing ever concrete. It could be. It could be another six years. It took Incredibles 14 years to release a sequel. It's true. Same with Avatar. It took a long time. Um, so yeah, I mean, we just did a Sin City. That took a long time. Uh, yeah. I mean, they have the little. Are you gonna watch Water? I'll watch it just because I'm trying to get to 40 movies this year, but I'm not that excited about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they do have the little mini episodes on Disney Plus. I watched one. It's cute, but it's not anything. Uh... It's just him helping people. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's yeah, it's cute. It's just something to show kids, but it's not anything. You're cute. Okay. Oh. Uh, then we get a um, a mid credit scene. Yep. Fred is uh, looking at the painting. He's like, "Oh, I wish you could see me now, Dad, but you're always on that family island." And the door opens up behind the painting, and it's a superhero lair. And in walks Stan Lee. He tells his son that you do the whole underpants line that you said earlier. And he's like, we have a lot mm-hmm. to catch up on, son. Or a lot to talk about, whatever. Ed. Still waiting for that sequel. <laughs> we'll get it. Don't worry. Uh, probably, yeah. Well. And that was Big Hero 6. That was Big Hero 6. This was solid, man. I This was a really enjoyable time. The Overstate's Welcome wasn't too long. And 
I think, quite frankly, this is going to get a very well-earned eight and a half from yours truly. Yeah, I would agree with everything. It was, uh, yeah, it was real good. I laughed, I cried, I had fun. It's, uh, it's a good family movie for the kids, and it's plenty of stuff for adults to enjoy as well. And I'm going to give it a solid nine as we wrap up wow. this half decade. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give me one second. Got to write these down on my spreadsheet. Nine and a half and eight. That's good. Good ratings. Good ratings, uh, everybody. Good ratings. Yep. Good, good, good answer. Good answer. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. <laughs> we thank you for listening. Next week, no movie because for the fourth, fourth time, fifth time, something. The the golden capies are back. Yeah. yeah okay. It's the fifth time because we split the uh, half decade up in the two thousands as well. So the fifth edition of the golden capies. Mm-hmm. Next week we'll be reviewing or. Pardon me. Here are the awards that we're going to cover on next week's episode. Best and Worst Hero. Best and Worst Villain. Best and Worst Soundtrack. Best and Worst Love Interest. Best and Worst Death. Most Surprising and Most Disappointing. And we will also be, you know, revisiting, like, you know, what our highest rated and lowest rated movies were. Um, We have got... Let me take a look here. Well, while you do that, let me uh, just... Give a quick uh, preview. It's so crazy. Yeah, 32, 32 movies that we will be, you know, choosing among for what it's worth. Mm. Well, I will say this, and this is crazy to me. This is probably the, I, in fact, I promise you this is the last year that this will be the case. 2015, mm-hmm. three movies. Three. Just three. Yes. There were more three. movies that came out in 2020. Which had, which was, well, we all know what 2020 was. Yeah. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. But, if you're curious, we're going to kick things off big with Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, then Fantastic Four, which was on at my gym Mm -hmm. recently, so I got to catch catch some of that. So, it's funny, I, uh, you know, I go to a Planet Fitness, which is not a gym, it's Planet Fitness. Correct. And they have, uh, several, several televisions in there. One of them is set to TNT, one set to FX. And it's always between the two. At some point throughout the week, probably multiple points in the week, Fan Four Stick is gonna show up. Yeah. We and get, I, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I get, t- I don't know why. And I don't know how, but yes. Yeah, my gym, they do, uh, I go to, Esport, I don't know. It's LA Fitness, but they changed the name to Esporta, which I think is stupid L- because it sounds A- like Esports. Fitness. Yeah. Got uh, and it's like Esports is video games, not. But whatever. Esporta gym yeah. is what I go to, and uh, yeah, most TVs are TNT or ESPN. Uh, so. But yeah, uh, you'll see some superhero stuff on there. But yeah, this is the only three for 2015. I don't know what was up with that year, but. Uh, I can tell you every other year is not like that. Even 2020 has a uh, is it one, two, three, five movies in 2020, and uh, yeah. So yeah, 2015, very strange. But uh, uh, actually, no, Doctor Strange came out in 2016. Yeah, that's not what I meant. Yeah. So yeah, just those three. That's the spoil. That's not the spoiler. That's the preview for what's coming up. But KP's next week. Golden Capies. Most Which we will be recording in like 10 minutes. <laughs> More prestigious. Yes, we'll take a bathroom break, then we will record. More prestigious than the Oscars because we actually nominate superhero movies because they deserve it. Yes. Um, like I said, how did how did Spider-Man No Way Home not get a, a nomination? I don't know. Ridiculous. Dune. Get uh, out of here with that. Yeah. Agreed. Um, you have an end quote. Let's get out. Yes, we're going to quote. I'm going to quote Baymax. I'm going to keep this simple. La 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 la. Work it, make it, do it. Makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. That don't kill me. Can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now. 
Cause I can't wait much longer I know I got to be right now Cause I can't get much stronger Man, I've been waiting all night now That's how long I've been on ya Let's get lost tonight You could be my black Kate Moss tonight Play secretary on the ball tonight And you don't give a f*** what they all say, right? Awesome, the Christian and Christian Dior Damn, they don't make them like this anymore I ask, cause I'm not sure Do anybody make real s*** anymore? Bow in the presence of greatness Cause right now, that has to this You should be honored by my lateness That I would even show up to this place So go ahead, go nuts, go Asian Especially in my pastel on my page Act like you can't tell who made this new gospel Homie, take six and take this, haters That, 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 that don't kill me Can only make me stronger I need you to hurry up now Cause I can't wait much longer I know I got to be right now Cause I can't get much stronger Man, I've been waiting all night now That's how long I've been on ya Right now. I don't know if you get a man or not If you made plans or not If God put me in your plans or not I'm tripping this drink, got me saying a lot But I know that God put you in front of me So how the hell could you front on me? It's a thousand years, it's only one of me I'm tripping, I'm caught up in the moment, right? Cause it's Louis Vuitton dying night So we gon' do everything to kind like Heard they do anything for a Klondike Well I'll do anything for a blind and she'll do anything for the limelight And we'll do anything when the time's right Uh, baby, you're making it Like I never told ya. Don't act like I told ya. Uh. Don't act like I told ya. Don't act like I told ya. Don't act like I told ya. Uh. Baby, you're making it all up. Faster, stronger. That, 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 that don't kill me. Can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now. Cause I can't wait much longer.